following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Smartdown Boulevard. Welcome to Smartdown Boulevard, where a pair of smarts that love to talk wrestling. But let's face it, it's not what it used to be. My name is Jose Solorzano, and welcome to a 2-4-1 week here because... WrestleMania just happened, and we got to talk about it. And as always, joining me is my good friend, the irreplaceable, the baddest guy around, Jermaine Meredith. How's it going, my friend? I'm doing great. We're coming off of a crazy WrestleMania weekend. Yes. And we got lots to get into and lots to talk about. We do. We really do. Let's just start off. Before we talk about WrestleMania and you know our bet that somebody very special won, Jermaine, I, um, I got to <laughs> We'll get to it. I got to talk about WrestleMania SmackDown edition because even though it wasn't really WrestleMania, it was an extension of it. So we should just give it some props, even though Jermaine, all it was was really a big commercial for WrestleMania on Saturday and Sunday. So, you know, yeah, pretty much it is a setup for all the matches going on at WrestleMania and mm-hmm. rest, everything else didn't really mean much. No, it it honestly didn't um like we mentioned last week there's a lot of missed opportunities here um which we'll definitely discuss main thing going for this episode of smackdown was the promos that we heard from daniel bryan edge and roman reigns daniel bryan it was a strong promo edge i don't know if i said this before in the past on the show jermaine but i I know i always complain to you about it i just i think (laughs) it's just really over dramatic and he comes off as psychotic and it's just, it's a bit too much. It's like Cody Rhodes, dramatic times 10. And you know how I feel about Cody Rhodes anyway. Oh, wow. So yep. it's, 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 it's a bit too much. I know Edge is beloved, as you all heard this weekend when he came out. Everybody was, he was over. He was completely over. But I just think his promo work is a bit too much. It's great, but it's just a bit too much. Is it just me, though? Uh, I, I see what you're saying. And, yeah, at times it can be a bit much mm-hmm. and i guess he's trying to compensate for the fact that he's been away for a while right so he's trying to delve back into that wrestling persona and him doing that kind of sounds like he's trying way too hard and it does yeah but also i kind of feel like with the crowd not being there you can hear more in the background mm. and had there have been a, a, a crowd while he's doing the promo, I don't think it would have been that, that cringy to be honest. Perhaps, perhaps that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, think that's what's missing. Yeah. Interesting. Because the noise will drown out all of his intense breathing and <laughs> all of that nonsense. But, yeah, I never thought about it that way, but yeah. yeah, you're right. No, no, that's a good theory. That's a good theory. Well, hopefully now that, you know, they had over 25,000 people at WrestleMania, slowly but surely, things get better around the world. Uh, we'll have fans more often uh, at, at Raw or at SmackDown, and we'll, we'll see how those promos translate. Because, if anything, Edge is a promo king at this point, right? So you definitely want Edge oh, to yeah. do promos over and over again. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I'm definitely going to put that theory of yours into... I'm gonna focus on it and observe it and see and see what you're saying. But yeah, I, I like your theory there. 
that's pretty strong uh Strong observation. Not bad. Not bad, Jermaine. Not bad. Why, thank you. <laughs> Roman Reigns. You know, Roman Reigns has come a long way. Uh, it, sometimes I feel like he doesn't need Paul Heyman, really, because his promo game is still pretty good. The only thing that kind of bugs me about Roman Reigns is those teeth. He still's not used, he's still not used to them. Um, <laughs> he whistles when he speaks, and they get in the way. And it's just it's distracting to oh, me. Man. But his promo work is great. And the way he says... Acknowledge me. It's fantastic. Yeah. And the way he looks into the into the the camera, that hard camera, and, he, and he's like looking deep into your soul. And he's like, "Okay, damn man, all right, I acknowledge you. You're the head of the table." Like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good. This is this is what he's needed from the get go. Yeah. Had they pulled the trigger all these years back, he would have been getting cheered way back then. Absolutely. But instead. They try to force feed us this white meat baby face. <laughs> no one ever likes white meat baby faces. Come on. I mean, no one, no one likes them. They no. just irritate the hell out of you. Yeah, they just shove Some down you your throat. know who I'm referring to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about John Cena. Oh, Anyways. gosh. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, when you force feed somebody down the fans throat and you're trying to portray them as somebody that we should be cheering for mm-hmm. it never works no it hasn't. This, this is why everyone resorts to liking the heels because they they don't they don't care about the rules mm-hmm. they don't care about being liked. they almost get to just be themselves instead of being what the company portrays for them right and right now roman reigns is killing it as a heel he is, yeah, and he's not a dreamer because dreamers are selfish. Remember that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Overall, great promo work from these guys, um, and then now, so that kind of like went throughout the whole show there. And then the first match was a fatal four way for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, as we kind of predicted, Jermaine. I mean, the the yeah. champions going in here were Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. They were to they were they defended against the Street Profits, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, Otis and Chad Gable. Of course, they retained. I mean, I don't know. It was just a quick match, I guess, with no really long term repercussions here. I don't know where they're going to go from here. Dolph and Roode look good as a tag team, I think, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I I don't know. There's really nothing else to say. Yeah, all the way. I'd rather Rude be by himself, mm. and. Yeah, the booking department's doing no favors for him. But no. I'll just leave it at that. But, hey, they retained. At least he has a belt. At least he has a belt. That's um, true. And I gave up on Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just a body, okay? Yeah. Um, for... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I said here, aside from, you know, the two matches that are advertised, this is nothing but a promo fest, pre-show for WrestleMania. And then we got... A gift, really. The gift that just keeps on giving. Nia Jax comes out to face Tamina. A random match, which obviously, who cares? It ended in a schmoz, as Bret Hart would say, a DQ. Um, (laughs) And that's that. Moving on. uh, Then we had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And Jermaine, I had so much fun texting with you during this match because, man, it was close. It was close. You chose 
for our picks, Nakamura, I picked Murphy. And Murphy got eliminated like three quarters of the way in. And I was just like, damn, <laughs> this guy is not, this guy can't even catch oh, a break. Man. So in my, in my head, I'm like, okay, Jermaine might get it here, Nakamura. Because, you know, Nakamura never gets a chance. But I'm like, yo, WWE screws Nakamura. He's, not, he's been screwed in the main roster for the most part. They're not going to give him the rub. It comes down to Jey Uso and Nakamura. And guess what happens, Jermaine? I'll let you tell the fans what happens. Well, Jey Uso <laughs> managed to somehow upset everyone, including me, and defeat <laughs> Nakamura by throwing him over the top rope. I, 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 it feels almost surreal saying those words. I, I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? This was done almost like in favor to push Roman Reigns and to make his himself and him being the head of the table and just, you know, what, especially that promo that he said after. Because as soon as Jey Uso won, he comes out and he says, everything I touch turns into gold. You know, I got this championship. The ratings went up. This title means something. Everyone wants this title. Who had the best year that they've ever had in his professional wrestling career? My cousin, Jay. And look, he now has all the gold. He even has that prestigious, in quotation marks, uh, Andre the Giant battle memorial thing. So, um, yeah, it was just, I guess they did it in service to Roman Reigns to make him look strong. And this weekend was all about making the head of the table, the tribal chief, look strong. And the man, the man, really. And I'm not talking about Becky Lynch, you know, so... Um. Yeah, the, the battle royal was just whatever, man. Honestly, like it, it was a throwaway. But at least they kind of incorporated it with the overall. Again, it's all about WrestleMania, right? That's that's exactly what it was. So overall, that was WrestleMania, uh, the SmackDown edition of WrestleMania. And I hope we don't get one of these next year because it was, again, I'd rather see this battle royal on the actual show. Yeah, at least the kickoff. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you on that one. At least on the kickoff. Yeah, I mean, you could have yeah. definitely had on the kickoff. You could have had the battle, you know, on Sunday this memorial battle royal, and then on Saturday have the um, fatal four way. That could have, you know, made sense. And it just, but then what are they going to do on SmackDown? That's true, but I don't know. So much of those superstars never got to actually appear on WrestleMania. That's true. When they totally deserve to of like course nakamura yeah. ray mysterio yeah even dominic dominic come on yeah he's yeah. not worthy enough to have his own his his first wrestlemania moment yet apparently not it's crazy yeah he's too green i guess so i guess but hey he had an impressive year himself he too. he really did he really did hey smart down boulevard smarky's uh rookie of the year or yep. breakout star of the year Absolutely. I hear you. So let's move on, Jeremy. Before we get to WrestleMania night one, I got to say, for those who listened to last week's preview of um, WrestleMania that we did here, we made some bets. We made our picks out of a possible 130 points. Jermaine scored 40 out of 130. (sighs) And I scored 60 out of 130. Therefore, Luke, I win. Oh, yeah. I win. I was talking to somebody. Oh. Gotcha, gotcha there, yeah. yeah. It's okay, you can talk to them while I rave and say how much you you lost here. Um, I, just some notable things here. Um, 
I got correct the how long will BB Rexa's America the Beautiful rendition be? It came exactly up to a minute and 50, and that's how much I chose. Right on the money, pal. Right on the money. Uh, all the other prop bets were really, you know, didn't really come up to anything. Night one was the longest, which we'll get to as to why. Uh, first match of night one, night two, you know, we didn't get that either. Surprising where they went. And, yeah, I just, I won. So, therefore, Jermaine, I think on Sunday, because Sunday is my cheat day, I think Sunday, just be prepared there. Um, I'm going to order myself a combo from somewhere. And, uh, <laughs> or Chipotle. Which one? I think I'm going to go Chipotle because it's a bit more pricey, you know, get my money's worth. Oh. Uh, thanks for the idea there. <laughs> oh. And, um, yeah, uh, just place the order for me. I'll give you my address. And, uh, you know, a bet's a bet, okay. man. A score's a score. <laughs> All right. So thank you. Thanks for playing, Jermaine. Another L for you in 2021. Now, <laughs> moving along, because we have a lot to talk about, Jermaine. We really do. After one year, one month, and umpteen days, we finally have a crowd at a WWE event. It's been a wicked, crazy year with this pandemic, and to finally see fans on Instagram prior to the to the show airing, we see fans. And what's the first thing that we see and hear when they go live? Let me play it for you, Jermaine. Let me play it for you. All right. Throughout this past year, our WWE superstars performed tirelessly for all of you. Week after week, month after month, but we all knew there was something missing, something very important, the most important. That would be all of you, our fans, the WWE Universe. And as we emerge from this dreadful pandemic, on behalf of our entire WWE family, we would simply like to say thank you and welcome you to WrestleMania! And uh, no, those are not piped-in noises uh, like they do. That's an actual crowd. Crazy. Great way to see all the stars on the on the ramp there, Jermaine. And then BB Rexa's one minute and fifty second rendition of America the Beautiful came on. And then guess what? Rain delay. <laughs> <laughs> Seek shelter. Yeah. <laughs> Hold in place. Tampa Bay weather, man. And, and and you know what? When we did the show on Friday, they only said sorry, we recorded the show on Thursday. And at that time, they said that there were going to be severe thunderstorms, 67% chance on Sunday. But that went, that storm kind of made its way early into Saturday and really put the event in jeopardy. A lot of people thought they were going to get canceled. And I'm like, yo, Vince McMahon doesn't cancel his events for anything, as we've actually learned in the past. So you That's knew if, if, if that delay would have lasted three hours, we would have been waiting there. To, to see them first match go on three hours in. If he had to wait till 10 a.m., uh, sorry, 10 p.m., we would have seen Drew and Bobby Lashley go out at 10, 10 p.m., and that whole pay-per-view <laughs> would have lasted till 2 a.m. Believe me, that's Vince McMahon for you. 
So I'm not surprised. Um, rain delay, and the, you know the interesting part about this rain delay was they had to scrabble to make up the time, and you can tell who's good without a without a script or who hasn't consulted one of their you know fabulous writing team staff. Um, and, and you know pretty much all the wrestlers were okay, Jermaine, but. I mean, you have MVP, New Day, Strowman, McIntyre, Owens, Rollins, The Miz. But uh, Caleb Braxton and Sarah Schreiber, their employees, without a script, they're horrible. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, Caleb Braxton is pretty horrible. Oh, my gosh. I was shocked. I've noticed. Without a script, she's horrible. Yeah. I was like, yo, like, does the teleprompter really have to be on for you to, like, have it? Like, come on. Where's your journalistic pride in your journalistic work here you know it was just it was shocking to me i would think that some of these stars and here this might be a little controversial because of what's you know happened this weekend but sometimes for me i think bianca belair is a not that great on the mic sometimes um i think it's just very scripted and and it showed when she came on screen she pretty much regurgitated everything she said over the last couple of weeks it was nothing new she didn't bring anything new to the table she's just kind of like regurgitating what she said in previous promos and her delivery sometimes is, you know, when people are nervous and you hear it in their throat. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. I think, I think she was just excited to just get WrestleMania over with because she knew she was going over. Yeah. I wonder how that works. Like, do they tell them ahead of time? Do they tell them the day before? Do they tell them like before the weekend? I don't know. I mean, I'd love to know when they tell them if they're going to go over or not and how that dictates their weekend. Um, Yeah. But I've noticed that about Bianca throughout this whole year, actually, since the Royal Rumble. Her promo work needs some work, but I know a lot of people are not saying that because it, it's a little controversial to say, but I've noticed that. I'm not afraid. I'll say it. And I just want to get this out of the way. And this is this is an ongoing theme that you'll hear throughout this review here. Michael Cole sucks. <laughs> this guy is the worst commentator ever ever oh my gosh let me give you a line he says folks this is not wrestlemania this is wrestlerania oh my gosh (laughs) that is so awful what a lame joke exactly (laughs) i was just like are you kidding me? They let him say that? <laughs> Not even that that'd be too like you can't give him one of these. You, you really can't. That was more like a huh. All right, all right. Even Samoa Joe was like put his head down. He's just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm sitting beside this boob. I really can't." You know what I mean? But yeah. It is what it is. Michael Cole sucks, and you'll see throughout the night as why he does. Uh what what's your thoughts on guest host at WrestleMania, Jermaine? What are my thoughts about on them? Yeah, like what are your thoughts about someone guest hosting WrestleMania? Like, is it even? <sighs> I think it's a I pointless gig. It, it really is, man. <laughs> and no one host. ever does a good job of hosting WrestleMania. No, they they appear like yeah. twice or three times, and that's it. Yeah, like the, the WrestleMania doesn't need host. It, it's never, it's never been good. New Day, well. <sighs> Sorry, some of the ones that I can think of mm. in the past were New Day, yeah. The Rock hosting WrestleMania, and 
we barely saw the rock yeah we barely did see the rock one backstage segment yeah and then he comes on rock bottoms john cena yeah i guess that was it but yeah and the yeah, new day it's not i don't i don't like it the new day came out once in the beginning and then they came out to introduce the hardy boys the hardy boys and yeah. then i think that's it they didn't even close out the show or anything like it's just it's yeah a, it's a loose term it's such a waste of time i think the time that they put towards the hosts they can put towards another match like a quick match really you know um, i i look at the commentators of actually hosting wrestling yeah exactly yeah yeah i hear you on that yeah be, yeah because it it's too distracting it is it's and, so much distracting uh, uh, we'll get into that more <laughs> as we chip away at two freaking days of wrestlemania yeah can you imagine that all right so 45 minutes uh, later 45 minutes after vince mcmahon comes out we get our first match <laughs> 45 minutes uh, later um drew mcintyre drew drew yes versus the almighty bobby lashley for the wwe championship belt what are your thoughts on this match, Jermaine? This is the opener to WrestleMania. I don't know why you have your WWE <laughs> championship kicking off WrestleMania. My thoughts are Why? Exactly. Yeah. Why? At least have it before Sasha and Bianca. At least. Yes. yes. But the kickoff of WrestleMania? No. There's so much matches that could have gone on first. Yes, and we'll the get to that. The scramble match oh, could have went on first. Oh, jeez, man. Get that crap out of the way. That shouldn't even have been on the card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that should have been on SmackDown, to be honest. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, my thoughts exactly. Why open up with the WWE Championship, man? That's crazy. Like, it's total disrespect it's to disrespect. all the champions that came before. I think so. And it's like, I think WWE is going with their universal championship as the belt now. Not so much the WWE belt, which is kind of disappointing because it's WWE. That's your belt. That's the company's belt. That's yeah. a historical belt. But, yep. I mean, it's not my company. It's them, Vince, of course. But, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. I guess there was some sort of booking strategy here, obviously, with the main events and all that. But... Um, yeah. man, having that WWE championship would go first. I mean, especially the first match on night one, you're going to forget about that match eventually because it's such a long weekend for wrestling. So by the time you think about it, the first match of the first two nights, I mean, do you remember that much? Unless you made notes, of course, but it's just, it's, no. yeah, <laughs> it's kind of forgettable, you know? So it's unfortunate. But with that being said, it was an intense, hard hitting match. Of course. You know what I mean? Sorry. You were going to say something? Yeah. I was going to say I'm surprised that it turned out the way it did. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, actually. Um, I think both men have done better, obviously. Uh, but both men look great. I mean, they look like champions. I'll give them that. For sure. Drew looks yeah. like a champion. We've seen it all year long. Bobby Lashley, man. I think he's in the best shape of his life and probably the best run in his career. And MVP yeah. is great, too, man. Even though he's weren't, he's using that cane and he can't be... He was a factor in this match. And what do you think about that? I think Lashley, if he was going to win, which he did, he went over, which was shocking. But I think Lashley yeah, should have won I'm clean. I think he should have won clean. That's the thing I didn't like. Um, I could have easily given this match a 4 out of 5, but I gave it a 3.5 because of the ending. Like, 
like MVP just goes out, hey, and then McIntyre gets distracted, and then that leads to the to the finish. It was kind of weird to me, right? You know what? I'm like I was saying, I'm surprised how the match turned out because I was for sure thinking that Drew McIntyre would win, start the show off with a bang, yeah, new champion, give him that crowd that he should have gotten when he won the WWE Championship. The, uh, last year, yeah, but no, they totally flipped the script. They did. I, I was, uh, I was a hundred percent sure Drew McIntyre would win that match, but Bobby Lashley retaining, yeah, that's crazy. And he didn't win clean, but you know they're gonna set up backlash. Oh yeah, it's WrestleMania and, backlash now. It's not just backlash. Yeah, it's WrestleMania, WrestleMania backlash. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes that happens too. Like the pay per view after WrestleMania, they do give the titles to the person that should have won at WrestleMania to make make it more yeah. significant. I don't know why that is. I guess it's just to continue the storyline and business wise. But yeah. I, I would prefer Drew here if he's going to win it at Backlash. I would have rather him win it at WrestleMania. It would have made sense. Exactly. But yeah. um, I don't. I don't think Drew's going to win it. No eh? Hmm. No. We'll see. I mean, it'll be what his third. Yes, yeah, WWE Championship. Yeah, and just over a year. Yeah, yeah, nah. They should, they should hold off on that. I'm, I'm hoping that they're setting up Bobby for Brock. Oh, it's SummerSlam, SummerSlam 2021. The fans have been asking for this match ever since Bobby Lashley returned to WWE. Yeah, we got to see it. Yeah, I mean, I'll it's going to be an intense match. It is. I'll wait all the way to Survivor Series for that. Even you know, I mean, that's that's going to be a crazy match. It's going to be probably yeah. like five minutes, but it'll be good. <laughs> Who knows? There's going to be some MMA incorporated into that. Ooh. You know that for a fact. It's going to be a shoot, and there there better be blood. <laughs> there has to be. There has <laughs> yeah, to, with those two guys. There has to be yeah. color. Okay, it's all about color. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I give it a 3.5 out of 5. I would have given it a 4, but that if you're going to have Lashley win, he has to win clean. You have to make him look strong. You know, you can't. You know, yeah. That, that's that's for me. That, that was my I'd give it. I'd give it a 3 because. Three. Okay. Because without the fiasco of the Hurt business breaking up, and then on top of that, Bobby not winning clean yeah. does nothing for me. Exactly. So, 3. Yeah. 3, okay, okay. Next up is the tag team turmoil match. Um, uh, look, the journalist in me wants to cover this match <laughs> because it's the right thing. I to think do. I slept. Yes. that one. <laughs> the only thing, honestly, I thought Lana and Naomi would win because of the storyline. Like I said on Friday, about them getting the revenge on Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler and all that. Yeah, but, but then they I didn't saw even last that long. No, but then I saw why WWE didn't do that because Lana sucks. Completely yeah. sucks. I mean, how long <laughs> has she been in there? She's greener than Omos and Bad Bunny, which we'll get to. But she's just so green and just, I don't know, she's, oh, I don't know. I mean, she shows up, but it's just not good enough. And it's it's sad because you want to root for her, but she just doesn't have it. You know, you could have the promo work, you can get all the sympathy from the fans that you want, but you have to show up and perform to the highest ability. And if you don't, it's like, 
oh, it's going to show. Like, there's just, there's no second takes. Um, Carmella looked amazing. Uh, wow. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Wow, Jermaine. I know you're going to keep quiet on that one, but, uh, well, I didn't get just wow why she wore the uniform that she did to the ring. Well, she wore that too for money in the bank as well. So she kind of used it again, which is weird. Yeah, because I thought she was doing a whole different character and vibe. Well, I think know? I think Reginald's just been thrown out the window, you know. So it's she resorted back so to Money Mella. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was just lost, man. Like, why? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, Tamina know. and Natalia came out of nowhere. Like, what over the last couple of months, and they're really pushing them. Um, so you know, they came out with the win. Tamina and Natalia, so which means that they yeah. would move on to night two to face Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Uh, poor Mandy Rose, she slipped and hurt a little tush. Um, that I sucks. heard that, but I didn't get to. That to sucks see for her, her man. I hate that. Did she she fell on her way to the ring. Yeah, you'll see it on WrestleBotch. <laughs> so <laughs> don't worry, you'll see it for sure during the WrestleMania edition of WrestleBotch. Um, two out of five. Two out of five. I mean, what else can you say? What else can you say? Yeah. Then, Jermaine, I just want to say, I've been in the Cesaro section ever since this man debuted years ago, <laughs> all right? And he um, won the uh, the first belt he ever won in WWE was the United States Championship. I have his rookie elite figure staring at me right here, right to my left, I'm looking at it, and I and I can't wait in the next year and a half or so when they come out with his elite figure holding either the Universal <laughs> Championship or the WWE Championship because the fans are with him. He is talented. He has been talented for years. I've been a fan, and I can't – and I hope, please, WWE, don't drop the ball on him. This was a showcase of Cesaro, and this, to me – was the match of the night. Yes, I said it. I know a lot of people are saying match of the night was the main event. Um, we'll get to that. I'll give them their props because it's very close. But to me on a personal level, Jermaine, I was in this match. I was standing up watching this. I was standing up. Wow. I was like just cheering for the man as if I was ringside there at Raymond James. I was like, please, he's got to win. Please do it. You know, this man is a specimen, an athletic specimen who deserves to be pushed. It's frustrating because he he should have been at least once or twice a, a world champion, and he's not. This match proves that he can be. And Seth Rollins, kudos to this man for putting him over because that was a great spectacle. I, I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. I'm waiting to hear your opinion because I know I think you're a fan of Cesaro too. I am, but I'm not a fan of his mic skills. Sure, he's working on it. Yeah. And you saw a little glimmer of hope on talking smack with Paul Heyman. Yes. And he can get he can get to that point. It was he good. Get to that emotion. It was so yeah. good, man. It, it was I felt good. it. I felt it, yeah. Yeah, and man. <laughs> That that match was crazy. All the spots that they the did. The spots, man. Oh, that I think I sent you this on Instagram. Yeah, uppercut. Yep. that he gave to set to set. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I believe it was. I love when he does those uppercuts. Oh, oh. It was with the curb stomp. Yes, into the uppercut. 
So, yeah. so okay. So that spot to me was probably one of the best spots of the night. Oh yeah. Honestly, because I mean the whole I mean a great pairing. Seth Rollins and Cesaro, a great pairing. They had chemistry, they worked off of each other, great styles going. Cesaro knows how to sell too. This guy was selling his arm too. Yet he knows he still had to hit him yeah. with those uppercuts. Even though he hit him with an uppercut with that uh damaged arm, he still sold it throughout the whole match. Yeah, man. He sold it. Like that's so refreshing. <laughs> I know. I love that. The continuity. We need that. <laughs> we need that. And I know, look, I'm raving about Cesaro a lot because I'm happy that he won and, and he finally got his WrestleMania moment. But Cesaro, I've, I've never seen him do that corkscrew splash. That that was crazy. Like, I've never seen... That's like indie. So so they did their indie move. So that was an indie move that Tyler Black used to do. So Seth Rollins, Tyler Black in the indies, in the indies used to do that move, right? It was great to see it. So then that that spot that you're saying there, Jermaine, the stomp to an uppercut. Yeah. Yep. To a UFO where Antonio Cesaro grabs his opponent in a fireman's no carry, no <laughs> hands, and just rotates it. He used to do that in the indies all the time, right? And I'm happy he brought it back for WrestleMania because that spot, I'm not going to lie to you, when he did that spot, I was jumping, and then when he threw Rollins across the ring, I was just like, yes, fuck yes, yes, like, yo, what's going on, man? <laughs> I was like, I-, I had to, man. I was just a ball of emotions, man. He swung yeah. Rollins 23 times. 23 times in total. Oh, man. It was amazing. It was amazing. I wish I would have been there. This was a Cesaro showcase. Cesaro mania. Cesaro mania, yes. And taken, this is... His first yes! singles match at a WrestleMania. I can't believe that. After all that. these years. Oh, man. I it's hope a, they come out with an elite figure with his uh, gear. He looked like a wrestler. Like, his gear was cool. Yeah. He looked cool. His Oh, man. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I gave this a 4.5 out of 5. To me, this was the match of the night. And the only reason I'm not giving it a perfect score is because i would have wanted it to go a bit longer and seth rollins to have a bit more offense but i love what they did here with a cesaro showcase but to me it would have been a perfect match if they would have gone back and forth a little bit longer that would have been a perfect match to me um wow just wow jermaine yeah i I was i was happy for me i would give it i'd give it a four i'd give it a four so good so good. I, I was yeah. sta- yo when he won. I was clapping. I clapped, man. I was just giving him like a round of applause. You could you could see the emotion in his face. Oh man, man. He was happy. And it like I that, love how he went through the screen for a championship or anything for him. He was yeah. just happy that he got his moment at WrestleMania. Yeah, and he did it, man. Yeah. He did it. He arrived, and everything's just on an uphill incline for him right now. Man. Oh yeah, he can only just the. His trajectory is up from now on, man. Hopefully I hope he gets a shot at the title. That's what I want. And all that good stuff. I hope. I yeah. hope that's where he goes now. I hope he he gets into that universal title picture because or or whatever, whatever they have in store for him. I hope it's with a title. You know, he he deserves yeah. it. I, I'm happy about that. I'm so happy. Twenty four seven title. Here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> no. That would be the ultimate no. Oh my god! I would just yo. Know, I would cancel my network and everything. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man all right let's move on because i could talk about that match all night uh we still have a lot to get to new day versus um well xavier woods and kofi kingston versus aj styles and omos for the raw tag team championship belts honestly like first thing is like why isn't omos wearing wrestling gear are they really trying to show us that yeah, this guy is that green? Yeah, to the ring in what he usually wears. What is like? Come on, make it believable. Like that's just so disrespectful. And I was just, and now people go, "Well, John Cena wore like shorts, and you know he's not wearing traditional wrestling gear, but he's he looks athletic." Okay. Yeah. Omos looks like he's just finished um, bodyguarding for Shane McMahon. <laughs> somewhere or or for a mcmahon somewhere you know from getting from point a yeah. to point b backstage it's just he just doesn't look the part man it, it, that was just so stupid um the new day man they need to, i mean they need to separate i mean this whole class clown ridiculous crap that they're doing it's just to me it's just dry it's just overdone it's just not over anymore it's just they're the class clowns to me, i look at them and i i, I think are. of dunk the clown you know, dink and dork. That's what I look at. <laughs> yep. I agree, man. Be- like, listen, they lost Big E and they still consider themselves the New Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't do anything. They've been together for far too long. Yeah. I, I just don't understand this group. What did- I- It feels like a comedy relief. It well- feels like they're just... They're just there to wrestle part time and then full time promote up, up, down, down, or whatever yeah. gaming channels that WWE hopes to venture into. It, it's lame. It's lame. It's and, so and, lame. And I guarantee you, Kofi Kingston will never win the WWE Championship ever again. He he needs an attitude change. They need to separate. I think it's a it's a backstage politics and a business thing why they don't separate because. I mean that merchandise sells. A new day merchandise sells for the kids, man. It really does. It does, and that's but, why. But it's hurting them. It's hurting them. Whether they care or is. not, I would care. If I'm Biggie, I'd care. But I'm hoping of what happened this weekend with the new day. It's been an ongoing theme. They were annihilated this week, literally. And I hope this means that it's the end of the new day, and each guy can have. Even though Kofi Kingston has already kind of separated himself, but not really. Um, they can go and find their own identities and chase certain belts to progress their careers in the WWE because uh, they need it. This new I day, hope so. This New Day stuff has to end. Xavier Woods has the talent to be a singles wrestler. He's he injury does. prone too. That's the problem too, right? It's like That's true. Uh, it's just, true. There's so much factors, but they need to break up. It's just, it's just getting ridiculous at this point. You know what I mean? Um, it is. My main problem with this match, Jermaine, is and – we're going to go long on this review, so just just stay with us, folks. I mean, I hope you feel the same way that we do here. I'm going to get into the psychology of wrestling, Jermaine, and just what I've noticed throughout my years. I love wrestling, obviously. We're passionate about it. I know you love wrestling, too. You know I look at wrestling a little bit differently. I like my traditional stuff, which I got to say, this whole night one of WrestleMania, aside from, wow, this whole night of WrestleMania, there were no hardcore stuff there was no table spots like it was all pretty much in and around the ring or in the ring which yeah i loved and refreshing because that's what it should be no gimmicks no nothing all right but i like psychology too and i like the structure of matches and the structure for this match for me was a bit off i don't know if you notice this but usually 
when you're working towards the hot tag, it's a baby face move. You want the baby face to tag his partner who's over to come in, get the hot tag and like, you know, get that momentum going again. Right. They reversed it here because correct me if I'm wrong. The new day are the face, the faces while Omos and AJ Styles, they are the heels, but they reversed that where like everybody was just anticipating Omos getting the hot tag. And therefore it turned the crowd turned them into baby faces that being AJ Styles and Omos and then the New Day as yeah. the heels I'm like what what's going on here I mean a lot of people are like oh that's different that's no that's not what wrestling is they I, I think it's slipped it. I think it's because Omos hasn't we've never seen him wrestle before right so everyone and we still haven't see what this guy can actually do <laughs> hey he, he did pull off some moves man Oh, please. Well, he tossed people around. This guy is the modern-day Grey Collie. I'm telling you, man. Like, he, it's, it's just it's just not going to work out. I'm sorry. It's just not going to work hey, out. It, it was his first outing, man. I'm sorry. Don't it, knock it. Don't knock him. I don't know. I just, just didn't like that. Give him a while. Give him a while. Like, this whole hot tag thing, they reversed it. It just, it just ruined it for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, Omos, and then, you know, with the one foot victory, <laughs> like <laughs> that's Chris Jericho's dream right there to win. You know, when he used to like put his foot on, yeah, yeah baby. Right. And then no, yeah. Um, that was his, his dream right there. And Omos got to fulfill it, um, on his first. Hey, well, <laughs> the fan is just showing us the fans, the WWE universe are just showing that they're tired of the new day. Maybe. So maybe that's why they turned on them. Maybe, but it's just the psychology of the match allowed that to happen even more. You know what I mean? They reversed it that way, and yeah, it kind of yeah. bugged me. It kind of did. It's still bugging me looking at it. I gave this match a 2.5 out of 5, just because, eh, you know. I think I would have to agree with you. Mm. A match that I didn't really care about, yeah. wasn't invested in at all. Yeah, I think AJ Styles deserved way better. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he did deserve way better, but now he's a Grand Slam champion, so congrats to AJ Styles. He, he, you know, it's another notch on the belt for him, really, in his career. But yeah. aside from that, it's a weird pairing, him and Omos. But, um, it is. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but somehow it kind of works. I don't know. It works you know for, what? It works it for Omos. Been better. <laughs> it it would have been better if Finn Balor took the place of Omos. Absolutely. Absolutely. It would have been a... The match would have been probably a four out of five. Hey, man, it would have been a really good physical, technical match. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, then I agree. he would have been lowering himself by going up against a new day. I'm sorry. <laughs> they're, just, they're just not that great. No, I know. They're, they're not. They've, they came, they saw, they conquered, they stayed a bit too long, and then they stayed a little bit longer. And then now it's just time to, you know, okay, guys. Get, put on your shoes, go your separate ways, see what you can do yeah. separately. I think it's time. And hopefully that's what this match was about. Hopefully this signified the I end of the so. new day. In a good way. Kofi, Kofi needs to go back to talking Jamaican and uh, <laughs> Xavier Wood should just become Consequences Creed yeah. and uh, do his thing. Yeah. Be a joke. Be a jerk, yeah. And Biggie needs to be that like powerful. If he's going to be a face, be like a, a face that we can actually get behind and not just look at and laugh. And be like, yo, stop gyrating your hips, bro. That's old now. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I can't take anyone serious that that keeps doing that. You're not a champion to me. You're a joke. You're a joke. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. 
All right, fifth match, man. Let's move on. Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a cage match. And I said most. So you know what? Even I'll still keep what I just said recently, uh, just a couple of minutes ago about everything happening in inside the ring. In a cage match, you ex- you expect things to happen inside the ring, and they really did yeah. that for this match. I mean, they used the cage, they used the top of the cage, they used the ring, they 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 did all that stuff. So I mean. Even for that, they didn't do it over the top. Like at least they didn't bring out a bed of thumbtacks or you know did some crazy stuff like Jericho and Dean Ambrose did when they did that asylum match. It's just it wasn't over the top, okay? And it was it, it yeah. to me it went a bit too long. I give it a two point five out of five. Of course, Shane's involved. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, I give it a two point five out of five just because. I mean, Strowman could have faced somebody else. Shane just had to get his WrestleMania spot in, obviously. I mean, yeah. how many more bumps has this guy got to take? That was a nasty bump. Yeah, off the top of the cage, man. <sighs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? It reminded me of at least McFoley when he went through the Hell in a Cell. There was a little bit of cushion, not even, but yeah, something to break something his to break his fall. But this but is just this straight down. Got thrown like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Boom, he and like then skidded on the ring. And then Braun Strowman <laughs> does his finisher on him. Another crazy bump. It's just oh, oh man. I mean, they made Strowman look strong, which I guess congratulations to Strowman. Uh, and this well, is he doesn't look that strong if he <laughs> needs to pull out all the stops to get a Shane McMahon. This is really, uh, you know be a star anti-bullying match, you know. <laughs> this is what it was, you know, for anybody yeah. who's ever said, it's been called stupid, who's been bullied, this is for you. Roar! You know, this is exactly I what can, it was. I can count to ten, guys. Yeah. Shane, Shane was wrong about me. <laughs> Don't let the green goo distract you from who I really am. The monster among yeah. men. Choo-choo. So, yeah. It was like Alexa Bliss versus... Nia Jax all those years ago oh, at WrestleMania. My God. She got pancaked. Oh yeah. my God. Oh man. She got pancaked. But yeah, that's that match. Um I agree two out of five as well. Two out of five. Did I give it two out of five? I gave it a nothing to see. I gave it a two point five out of five. Alright. That's alright. Whatever. Hall of Fame twenty twenty salute. Um I don't know. Just a generic salute, I guess. And, yeah. you know, yeah, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> then the sixth match of the night. I was contemplating the three spectacular matches. And this to me was a shock. And I got to apologize to Bad Bunny. I remember when this was first said, I was really against it. <laughs> I was. I was really against it. And hey, I was like, yo, this is an embarrassment. Too. You were too. I but, said he's taking away spots from people mm-hmm. on the roster. But listen, if if you're going to have a celebrity come in and take a spot from somebody on the roster, they got to do it the way Bad Bunny did. This guy moved. He set the standard. He did. He set the bar high. He moved his whole team to Florida so he could train at the Performance Center. He stopped all of his music, stopped recording um, he stopped uh, doing his side projects just to focus on WWE because he's a lifelong fan and he respects the business. He respects it and he put in the work because listen, it's not easy to do that stuff that he did this that night. Nope. And he knows it. And I like how on his Instagram page, <laughs> he posted photos of like all the welts and bruises on his, on his body and, and everywhere showing people that listen, 
This ain't fake, man. This is real stuff here. Like, you get hurt doing this stuff. This ain't fake, man. You don't use the F word in wrestling. You just don't do it. And I like That's that he's right. bringing that validity and he put that much work and, and it paid off for not only WWE and for him and for the fans, right? He just... I'm proud, man. Latinos Unidos Poderoso, man. I'm proud, man. I, I, you know, bad bunny. Latinos Unidos Poderoso. It pretty much says, like, yo, Latin people together, yo, it's a powerful thing. So I'm proud, man. I'm proud. I, I'm happy. I'm happy. And I was I'm, wrong. I was dead wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed with the spots at this Wow. Hit. The splash outside the ring. Like, he just threw his body out oh, there with no care in the world. He didn't give a damn. He didn't look like he was afraid like Snoop Dogg in that oh, tadpole frog splash. Oh, oh, oh. This this guy just tossed himself over the ropes. Off, no, off the top off of the, the top ropes. Off the top rope, man. Hey, give him credit. Give him credit. This guy hit a Canadian destroyer. Mm. This guy's pulling up all these maneuvers. Like, yeah, he needs to be signed. This guy's doing arm <laughs> drags. Um, he's like throwing Damian Priest outside to do that, uh, the suicide dive. And he did a uh, Damian Priest's finisher with him in stereo. I was like, yo, this guy's wow. killing it, man. And and the fans got behind him. I'm glad that the fans were really behind him, too. He didn't get booed, and, and it translated, man. He, he actually. He actually, yeah. he actually put in the work. And, and like I said, I, I apologize to Mr. Bunny, who is bad. Um, I was skeptical, but man, did he prove everybody wrong. And now... Yeah, he definitely proved me wrong. Yeah. He definitely held his own. MVP and, of the night. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, man. When when any celebrity comes in, um, man, that's the, that's the level. That's the level they have to reach for. Because, yo, you're not going to come into the WWE and just get a quick paycheck, man. You know, no. that's that's where fans are like, yeah, who the hell is this guy? You have to love the business and respect it. It's all about respect. You know, this exactly. is what it is, man. And he sells too. Bad Bunny was selling his injuries. Yep. What? Yep. This guy knows he's selling, man. He's pretty good. But I got to, yo, I got to give uh, Morrison uh, a lot of props too for not only allowing himself to go through that and putting Bad Bunny over, but for also being funny too, man. He did that spinner Rooney in front of uh, Booker T. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was a pretty good spinner Rooney too, man. I was dying. <laughs> oh man, I gotta look at that again. I don't, yeah. I don't think I got that. That was so good, man. And then you know the fact that uh, Damian Priest got that hot tag just shows that the Vince McMahon and everyone backstage is really for Damian Priest. So I expect nothing but big things for him. This is really entertaining. So entertaining. Do you think he's gonna remain on Raw? I think he is. I think he is. I think he will remain on Raw. I mean, I know there's usually isn't there a superstar shakeup or a, or something a couple weeks after WrestleMania, I believe it is. Yes, there is. So we'll see what happens then. I mean, that can really shake the foundation, but really those drafts and those shakeups don't really mean anything because they just switch guys over and over again. And then, yeah, it really doesn't matter. But yeah, I can, either way, it's the the thing. This might be the best celebrity match in a long time. I I, I really can't remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if not ever, really. Uh, yeah, that Canadian Destroyer was nasty, and they sold it. See, they did it at the end. They didn't do it at the beginning, right? They did it at the end. And guess what? Morrison yeah. was never seen after that. <laughs> because that's psychology, and that makes sense, and it's not spitting in the business's face. AEW, yep. Tony Khan, Bucks, yep. Omega, Cody Froads. Um, <laughs> Bad Bunny pinned The Miz, which was... Wow, yo, Miz is a company guy. If he's willing to do that, he's a company guy. 
You know, what he I mean? is man. He's so, he's very underrated. He's good. He's good. Respects yeah. to everybody involved. A really entertaining man. I gave this a four to five. Yep. And if you're keeping track, folks, that's a higher mark than I gave Drew and Lashley. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid to say it, man. I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. And um, that's. I would uh, agree. Thank you. Thank you. I four appreciate it. And then the main event, a historical main event, Jermaine. Um, Bianca Belair. Yes, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks for the uh, SmackDown. Whoa, I'm getting my belts confused. It's just too many we belts. Need to call her, we need to call her Mr. Bianca Belair. Yeah, Mr. Bianca Belair. She's a powerhouse. Damn. Talk about a Cesaro showcase earlier. This was a Bianca Belair showcase all around. Oh, yeah. I mean, she proved that she was the strongest. The fastest, yeah. the toughest, the smartest, and just simply the EST, the best of the WWE. Yeah. This whole match. I mean, look, I'll say this again. I've always <laughs> said it. Like, Belair is an athlete for sure. She proved all that. Banks, to me, looks sloppy. And it's not only her look, her aesthetic. It's just sometimes she's just very sloppy in the ring. I don't know why. Yeah. Is it just I me? I that too. She's just sloppy sometimes. I, I, don't, I don't understand. I think it's because she knew she wasn't going over. That, see, that's a bad <laughs> attitude. That's just a bad attitude. Yeah. And she's like that too. Like she's been proven. Like she's just, I know. If things don't go her way. She doesn't like it. And then she, you know, she's a baby yeah. about it. Um, yeah. But you can't always be on the top. You got to pave the way for the next generation. And definitely Bianca Belair is next in line. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm glad they did it this way. That suicide dive um, that Banks did to the outside, Jermaine, and Bianca just grabbed her, rolled, grabbed her, and just pressed her up high and walked up the freaking that's what i'm saying the stairs wow that's what i'm saying man that is that was intense <laughs> i felt like i was watching the female ultimate warrior <laughs> yeah it's like wait like, yo yo where's goldberg like yo can goldberg do that i don't even know anymore you know yeah that was crazy like, she just carried her and the fight was kind of like a bit one-sided and I it was kind of felt sorry for uh, Sasha. Banks it was a showcase. She was getting manhandled. Yeah, it was a Bianca Belair showcase for sure. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that nasty uh, scar on her belly Yo, after man. the match because of Bianca Belair's hair. Ooh, bro, you I, know she was angry. I've seen her do that in NXT, and I always thought it was like a sound effect that they added. That ain't no sound effect, that, man. Yeah, it's not. Oh, that's a nasty like, and, and I love seeing the crowd's reaction. Like they all got up out of their chair and they're like, "Oh, it's just like, like, oh my god, like that's so painful," you know. Um, yeah. As much as I love that spot, Bianca Belair's hair is so damn long. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm scared for her when she does certain moves that her hair is going to get caught and like she's going to like you know fracture something or separate her hair from her skull it's just so long i don't know if it's real or if it's like a weave like it, it, of course it's not real all right all right all right come on all right sorry i'm just saying sorry excuse my ignorance but i'm just saying like it's just dangerous doesn't it seem like a hazard to you sometimes it, it is I'm nervous. It is dangerous. I like how they incorporated in the match, obviously with like the bank statement and all the um, submissions that Sasha Banks put her in, and using kind of like her hair against her and all that stuff. But it just seems like like it's it's gonna hurt, you know, if if, some, if she catches herself on it or 
or if it wraps around something, she falls, right? It's, or the turnbuckle or something. Yeah, you know? like, but you know, I don't know. Who am I? She knows what she's doing, obviously. Um, yeah. That hair slap. Yeah, that that was ridiculous, man. Belair wins. And again, Michael Cole sucks. Um, <laughs> Let's he, just get that out there. He just sucks, man. He, he said, Belair gets the pin, and this guy says, no, she kicked out. No, she didn't kick out, you moron. She won. Yeah. He's like, oh, I was so excited that she kicked out. It's like, yo, you suck, bro. You suck, and you I ruined I'm I'm surprised that Vince lets that slide. I don't know, man. He ruined that moment for her, man. Like, what are the days when JR, when JR was at his prime, or even the king, uh, you know, Bobby Heen and Gorilla Monsoon, even Vince McMahon himself, um, when... Paul Heyman, Joey Styles, these guys who had this cadence and they, they were professionals. Mauro Ronaldo, who that call, you know, when you get that one, two, three out of WrestleMania, those words that you say after that, they're going to be replayed over and over again in video packages for years to come. You should rehearse that or know or watch yourself what you're going to say. This man just doesn't kiss me. <laughs> and this guy ruins it by... Oh, she kicked out. What? I thought she kicked out. Yeah. I know. I mean, obviously, he's gonna. Wow. they're probably going to like re-record it somehow and loop it in there to make it sound good. But it's just in oh, that yeah. moment, it's like, ah, ah, how dare you? You've been doing this for years, man. Years. It's like you're supposed to be getting better, not worse, as years go by. But whatever. It's not about Michael Cole. Uh, Bianca yeah, Belair. Yeah. I mean, it was a great match. Um, I know a lot of people saying this is the match of the night. Not only because Bianca Belair won, because of the showcase of her, uh, Banks putting her over. I, I I don't know. I just I think Bad Bunny's match and uh, Cesaro's was just a lot more entertaining for me. That's why I'm giving Cesaro and Rollins match of the night, Jermaine. But I, I still I gave this match a three point seven five out of five. I would have wanted it to be a little bit longer. It was, it was a bit rushed. Mm. What do you think? Three point five. 3.5. All right. See, so, yeah. so we're around. Yeah. So we're not so off, far off here, but yeah, man, that, that was WrestleMania night one. That was WrestleMania night one. Uh, to me out of both, that was the best night. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I gave the event okay. overall a 3.75 out of five, you know, uh, a strong 3.75 out of five and a light four out of five. I enjoyed night one. I was happy. I was like, wow, this is a great event. And I was pumped for night two. Yeah, I was looking forward more tonight too. Yeah, and then how did that turn out for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's just get right into a it. A lot of me. confusion. Let's just get right into it, man. Um, and it, it, we're gonna go through, and this might go through. We might go through this quickly because we might not have a lot to say, or we're, we're gonna be just really frustrated. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, the night began again. Ashlyn Craft. She sang "America the Beautiful." Clocked in at a minute thirty-seven. Therefore, you didn't get any points. You had two uh, possibilities there. <laughs> Sorry about that. And then Hogan and Titus O'Neil come out as pirates. Was Hulk Hogan being booed? I think he was. And this is my question to you, and I've been wanting to ask you this question, Jermaine. Yeah. What is your – and because, listen, let's keep it out in the open. You know, I'm Latin American, okay? Jermaine. Yep. I'll let you say we're – you know, you're, 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 you're African-American. You're black. You're a black man. Yes. Yes. Okay. And um, we all there's know. There's no secret about that. There's, no, no, <laughs> no, there isn't. And so 
we all know Hulk Hogan's history of what he did and why he was canceled at a certain time and erased from the WWE history books. Yeah. And I think a lot of fans and I think a lot of, you know, performers and wrestlers around, not only in the WWE circles, but in the overall wrestling community have not forgiven Hulk Hogan for that. And they probably never will. And I want to get your stance because I don't think I've ever asked you this. What is your stance on Hulk Hogan? Have, and I know you're a big Hogan fan. Believe me, I know you yeah. are. And, and I am too. And, and, and I'm not ignorant to what he said and it's not right. But I think he's, he's definitely made amends to it. And I do believe that people can obviously grow and learn from their mistakes and, and be forgiven and, and be better people. Um, yeah. But what are, what are your thoughts about it? Because I think this, this obviously affects you more than, than it does me on a personal level. My opinion is there's no excuse for what he said. Absolutely no excuse. You cannot justify what he said. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I do not think Hulk Hogan is racist. I think he just got carried away, got caught slipping and talking a bunch of ignorant foolishness. Yes. And it backfired on him. And... Now he has to suffer the consequences for a very long time. Yeah. Have I forgiven him? Yeah, I've forgiven him. Mm. I know the guy's not racist. Right. But the words that he spoke are very hurtful to a lot of people. Yes. And people heal in their own timing. Right. So you can't force people to love this guy. No. He is a bona fide legend, though. So 100%. He is a legend. You can't deny that. And. I guess people are tired of seeing him so much as of late. Yeah, he's definitely been around like crazy. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make you gotta make us miss this guy. <laughs> yeah, just just a tad, just a tad there, just yeah, a tad. Yeah. Um, okay, it's interesting to get your point of view. I've never really asked you this, you know, if, um, and it just never really came up. I mean, we kind of just took it from okay, he got canceled because obviously what he said is wrong. Um, but you know, he obviously was forgiven by the WWE and the fact that he's standing yeah. there right beside Titus O'Neil is kind of like, I mean, there's some politics involved there, you know? Hey, well, I find it interesting because over the hall of fame, when they aired it, they asked the new day what they thought about the NWO and Kofi was so quick to change the subject and talk about the Bellas. Did you notice that? Not only that, but MVP and Bobby Lashley were interviewed as well. And uh, they asked him, give me some thoughts about the NWO. And, and MVP goes, I can't talk to you about those three letters, man, but we can talk about um, THB, the Hurt Business. We can talk about MVP, you know? So he kind of strayed oh. away from, like, the NWO because who's associated with the NWO that year? Uh, or Hogan. Hogan, of course. So I think, yeah, like I said, a lot of talent are – I wonder how it is backstage for Hogan and – I think it's just something else to live with, right? Well, we did hear that when he apologized, it was more of him saying, oh, you better be careful with people recording you and what you're doing. So it wasn't actually a, an apology. Oh, see? Yeah, that that's what the rumor was. Mm. So, yeah, I can, I can kind of see why. Wow, he yeah. He has some heat with people backstage. And I know Mark Henry, too, has not forgiven him. Um, he goes on rants on Busted Open Radio. About Booker T has forgiven him. Booker T <laughs> has. Yes, he has. Yes. And Stevie Ray. Those guys, 
those guys have worked with him. They know he's not racist. They, well, see, that's the thing. It's like they've worked with him. They know him on a personal level. They've probably broken bread with him. They probably invited him to his house or vice versa as the years went by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's yeah. I mean, I'm not saying go and try him. You know, I'm not saying Biggie and all these guys to go and try and meet Hulk Hogan on a personal level. But, yeah, it's that has a lot to do with it. But that, that's interesting. Yeah. So you're okay with him hosting, but I think a lot of the fans are booing him. Maybe it's just me, or maybe because I'm like, in my head, it's just like, oh, he's going to get booed. I don't want him to get booed, man. This is a legend, right? But Yeah. And, you know, putting him out there in a, <laughs> in a pirate costume was just kind of, <laughs> I don't know. Did they really have to do him that way? Like, come on. No. <laughs> they should have just left him the way he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was so, so cringe. Oh, it was so cringe. Again, like I said, this whole thing about them being the hosts and all that stuff, I just don't. I, they shouldn't be wrestling else. Anyway, let's move on, Jermaine. Let's move on. We have to get through night two somehow, okay? The opener of this right. match. I'm going to let you rant first. Go ahead. Sorry. The <sighs> opener of WrestleMania night two. Go ahead. Well, I'll start with the positives. Wow, we found Randy Orton's uh, ring gear. Oh, the white. Yeah, it was different. It was different. Yeah, it was. And yeah, and uh, you have the fiend come out, then goes downhill from there. Really, (laughs) all of a sudden, he gets into this box and. He's magically healed. Well, well let's talk about box. him walking through the fire cylinder and then converting from Chucky burnt fiend to regular fiend. Yeah. What the hell was that? Lazy booking, lazy storytelling. They don't explain how he got healed or anything like that. It's just, oh, the fiend is revived. He's restored. It's so insulting. So insulting. And... Yeah, like you said, everything just went downhill. It's like they took... Fiend uh, was just no-selling everything. Yeah. And Randy Orton almost put him through the table. This guy gets right back up. <laughs> For a second, I thought I was watching Dean Ambrose face somebody, you know? Yeah! <laughs> Ambrose? Really the Fiend? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like we were watching AEW's uh, All In or, you know, whatever they do. Whatever pay-per-view they yeah, do. and the the ending of the match is just mind-boggling. Why? <sighs> WWE hates Bray Wyatt. They do. I don't know what he I did backstage. I was expecting this guy to win. Yeah, I don't know what he did to piss somebody off backstage, but just make that character look so weak. It's like he has superpowers, but he can't get a win. It's like, what the hell is that? But it takes one RKO to beat him. Yeah. But... Anything leading up to that RKO had no effect on him. Whoever what? whoever booked that should get fired. Whoever produced that, agent that, wrote that, should get fired. Honestly. Yeah, like, why, why did The Fiend stay down for the three count after that RKO? If he gets right back up after being... It makes no sense. Uh, you know, like, I'm sure we're going to be seeing some answers on Raw tonight, but... I, why? We're going to have to wait for another WrestleMania to roll around for The Fiend to get his redemption. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not going to care by that It's time. over. It's over. He's lost way too many times at WrestleMania. Yeah. And that match, 
that he had with John Cena doesn't count. No. And you know what? This is my thing. Like, it's like they took a cinematic match and just put it in an arena. That's what they tried to do a cinematic match in an arena. Yeah. And the red lights was not feeling. It was distracting. It was distracting. Yeah. It's like, what is this? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, man. A, a strong way to open night one, and then they just like when the match finished, when when they all s- disappeared, all you hear is, <laughs> you know. And the thing that's mind-boggling to me, mind-boggling, Jermaine, before they did the main event of night two, they recapped what happened earlier in the night. During the first match of the night, and that was this one. They did a whole recap, and I think they did it to try. And Michael Cole was trying to like explain what had happened throughout, trying to give some context. But what context is? There's just nothing happening there. It's just yeah, it's nothing. just horrible. It's like someone that okay, yo, someone okay. I'm gonna point to you. Give me <laughs> one idea, and then we're gonna just make a freaking. We're just gonna make a little pot together, and um. We're going to mix all these in a pot, and then that's going to be the storyline for the first match. It's just horrible. Just horrible, honestly. And Randy Orton played himself, too. He tweeted that he had to pay $20,000 for his whole family to be there because there were no comps at WrestleMania this year. Uh, he yeah. played He played himself for paying that much yep. for his family to see that. I'm embarrassed for him. I'm embarrassed for him. Yeah. I gave this match yep. a 2 out of 5. I was going to give it a 1... 1.5 or 1 out of 5, but honestly, I couldn't bring myself to do that because you can tell they put a lot of money in this match, and I'm going to give them the props for that, but it's just a 2 out of 5. I mean, it's just it's just, it was just atrocious. I'll give it the 1.5 out of 5. There you go. Because you, you hated it more than I did. I'm upset about what they did with Bray Wyatt. I, I keep having high hopes for this guy. He'll be taken seriously, but no. They they changed his character, gave him the fiend persona. Nothing, 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 nothing works no. for this guy. And look, he lost again at Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this just Jermaine, as we're recording this, Raw is happening tonight on Monday Night Raw. The Firefly Funhouse returns, so they're promoting. Yeah, that. so. We'll see. We'll I'm looking at Raw as well. Yeah, we'll see what happens <laughs> there. Uh, great to see the Viking Raiders back, said nobody. All right, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Already there? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, second match of the night Nia Jax or Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Tamina and Natalia, who won the tag team turmoil the night before. Um, hearing Nia Jax get booed is sweet music to my ears. Because <laughs> I hate Nia Jax. I mean, it's just, she's just horrible in the ring. She's dangerous. There's just nothing appealing. I don't think she's a good wrestler. I, yeah. I mean, if she wasn't The Rock's cousin, she would be treated the same way that Tamina's treated. And this match shows you. Like, I'm sorry. She's just horrible. I don't know what's yeah. redeeming on her. I don't know. I, I just... Yeah. Oh. This match went on for way too long, too. Um, that was another snoozer for me, man. I hear you. I mean, I'm a fan of Shayna Baszler. I like her a lot. Um, But, I mean, I was shocked. I mean, they... Again, well, not really shocked, because Tamina never gets anything, but... 
uh, <laughs> like I said. Yeah, you think you you think they're going to make her win at Mania? No, yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, no, it's, uh, wishful thinking there. That's uh, like that's like the Fiend winning at Mania. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got it. There. It's never going to happen. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, they retain. I didn't even give a rating for this match. I think I gave it a two out of five. A uh, two point five out of five. Wow. Okay. I take that back. I give it a two out of five. I'm gonna give it a two out of five. Um, just I concur. Just two out of five. Just whatever. Let's move on because night two is yeah, just. Please. <laughs> you know we have to get through a lot of crap to get to some good on night two. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens with Logan Paul, who is a famous YouTube celebrity podcaster, whatever the hell he is. Yes, thoughts exactly. Um, I wrote a little poem here. We'll get to that, but um. <laughs> Logan Paul, I mean, he just looks so out of place. I mean, he's just, I'm just not impressed. He just looks like a total douche. Well, you know? he, did, he did sell the stunner pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that was the payoff, you know, seeing him get, you know, get, seeing him get hurt or, you know, at least, you know. Yeah, that's what the match was all about. Yeah, that was the payoff. Because obviously, think, you knew he was going to get booed. Whoever was booking, I think when they were booking WrestleMania, they totally forgot about Kevin Owens <laughs> until he went on social media and said, oh, I don't have a match. Yeah. And they're like, okay, let's put them, put them with Sammy then. No, they probably went, hmm, Kevin Owens has those uh, t-shirts that he uh, makes for WrestleMania, you know, with all the old logos and stuff. Well, I guess he sells some during this time. So, yeah, let's just make him a t-shirt and throw him in with somebody in there. And I guess Sammy Zayn's a good pairing. I mean, these these two are good. I mean, they go back and forth. Um, they've gone at it so That's many times. Stuff. Yeah. They're going to fight. Good stuff, man. They're going to fight forever. Apparently, yeah. So, oh, and again, Michael Cole sucks. Um, it's another thing Michael Cole does. I don't know if he knows wrestling moves or not, but Sami Zayn did a beautiful Michinoku driver. I mean, I haven't seen Michinoku drivers in WWE that often. When you see one, you have to applaud it, and you know what a Michinoku driver is. Um, he called it a blue thunder bomb, which is a move that Sami Zayn does do. But he called it. He called the Michinoku driver a blue thunder bomb, and Corey Graves called him out on it. And I was loving. I know. It. I was just about to say. I'm pretty sure Corey Graves called. Oh, him he's out. like, you know what, Cole? I'm going to save you from the internet tonight because that was a Michinoku driver. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, good. Like somebody has to call him out on it because yo, come on, you can't be calling move. I what? What longer the days that Joey Styles, Jim Ross would call out the moves. I mean, hearing Joey Styles say Asai moonsault. Uh, Tope Suicida, like actually using the actual terms for these moves that were made was a beautiful thing. It's a thing of the past. It's, it's just a thing of the past. So not only do you have to put some um, legitimacy in what you're doing in the ring, but also the commentators. You have to elevate these moves and these guys doing these moves. Michael Gould doesn't do that anymore. He's all about the nicknames, calling things wrong, messing up, botching on the commentary, and just he's just out of place now. He sucks. He sucks. Yeah. I think he should retire. I think so. And with that being said, he is 1,004 on my 1,000 list of best wrestlers, and Cody Rhodes is 1,005. So he's still not that bad. Moving on. (laughs) Logan Paul was so useless in this, honestly, aside from, like, you know, obviously him getting um, Stunned. stunned. But, um, wow. I can't even call that a stunner, though. Yeah, no, that was, I mean, that makes Vince McMahon's stunner 
selling look amazing back in 1997 when Stone Cold first stunned him. <laughs> so it was just horrible. I just hate Kevin Owens doing stuff. I know you do. I know you do. I know you do because you love your Stone Cold a lot. It's, it's like the way I, mean, I, I hate seeing people do the super kick because that's Shawn Michaels' finishing move. But, you know, yep. it is what it is. So I wrote something here um, to show you how useless I think Logan Paul was. Okay. You ready? Let's hear it. Logan Paul was as useless as tits on a bull, as useless <laughs> as the G in lasagna, as useless as the brawl for all, <laughs> as useless as the gobbledygooker, as useless as the Miz's last WWE title run, oh. as useless as the great Khali being a Hall of Famer, as useless as Edge winning the Royal Rumble and not having a one-on-one match at WrestleMania, which we'll get to. Uh, as useless as the horror show at Extreme Rules. And remember, Logan Paul was also as useless as Raw Underground. Remember that? Raw Underground? Logan Paul yep. was also useless as Kenny Omega is being the AEW champion right now. He is as... Champ? Yeah, forgot. apparently. <laughs> Logan Paul was as useless as Tony Khan's booking. And lastly, Logan Paul was as useless as Cody Rhodes in professional wrestling. Thank you very much. I'll take oh. the applause. Thank you, Jermaine. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I gave this match a 2.5 out of 5. That's that's saying a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe 2 out of 5. Yeah. Let's just move on there. I think you'll give it the same there, Jermaine, right? Yes, definitely. 2 out of 5. Gotcha. Gotcha. Real versus Sheamus. Uh, this is a fast-paced match, and I have you know very dangerous spots here. That over to uh, overhead belly to belly from the top was a great spot. Uh, Riddle did that to Sheamus. Uh, leg slapping is still allowed, apparently. Yeah, that was good. Sheamus can still leg slap. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, There's a point where this match got kind of stale, but then it picked up again. Um, I think Riddle moves a bit too fast. Like he, he's kind of like those AW performers where he tries to get all his stuff in. In a match, he's which still green. he's still green, man. Like he, he has to learn a bit. To, he's talented. Don't get me wrong, but it's just he needs to slow down, slow down. Exactly. Yeah, I felt bad for Sheamus because for sure. it looked like he was going to botch there, and it looked like you're in a dangerous spot trying to do. Uh, what's it got? The white noise. I think it's called the white noise from the top the rope. Irish curse. Oh, the Irish curse. Yeah, and um, but he kind of yeah. he recovered like they a professional. He recovered like a professional though. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, the 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 best part of this match was that um, the what's it called the finish the ending. Yes, the reverse backflip into a bro insane. kick. I think he actually kicked him in the face. Yeah, he did. He was. <laughs> it looked like Jello was coming out of his yeah, mouth after so that. Man. It was crazy. That was a crazy no stiff kick. Yeah, yeah. So I guess now uh, Sheamus is a three-time uh, United States champion. Yeah, so I guess so. I yeah, I I didn't think he was gonna win, but hey, I was I'm shocked. I was shocked. Yeah, apparently, like Riddle was never supposed to be U.S. champ, but they had to take that title away from Lashley, and Keith Lee couldn't appear, so then they gave it to Riddle, and then now this was like the perfect chance to get the title off of him, right? So that's oh. that's what I read. But two point seven five out of five, just because it was hard hitting, and that finish was crazy. Um, Jermaine, the Nigerian drum match. Um, <laughs> Big E versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Championship. 
Green drums and musical instruments with a side of candlesticks match. This is what I'm calling it. Yeah, I thought it was a sword fight in the beginning. What the hell is this? They were just whacking each other with candlesticks. and It looked like something out of AEW Elevation and AEW Dark. It was just... Yeah. It was so bad. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was it was stupid. Finish of the match was dumb as well. Yeah. He I'm, didn't win clean. No, I didn't like that either. Yeah, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, man... I mean, what a waste. But I'm just happy that Big E isn't champion anymore because yeah. I think out of the two, Big E, I can't stand. He, I, him, I can't stand. Yeah, I mean, because he's a clown. Like, he needs to be taken. He needs to really change. He needs to be repackaged. He really does. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of moves that I really enjoyed here, like that Urinagi suplex on the steel ring stairs off the apron. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. nasty. Nasty. Um, and then. Was that the only one that I like? Let's see. What did I write? Here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the only spot I liked. Okay. Yes. And then, yeah, the ending was horrible with that. I guess the commander <laughs> coming out of nowhere. If you remember, yeah. this guy, they're, they're, and they didn't even mention his name because they're going to repackage him, obviously, but this guy debuted already. He man. was in Retribution. He was in Retribution. He was in NXT before that. And. He was an, on Raw Underground. He was Daba Kato. Yep. He lost yep. to Braun Strowman. That was the last time we saw him on TV. And so now they're going to obviously repackage him into a commander, a Nigerian commander. And then what? <laughs> and then the Wakandans will follow shortly after. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. 2.5 out of 5. Um, Big E, change your attitude. Apollo Crews, congratulations. At least you're intercontinental champion now. So... Good for him. Good for him. Two more matches left. Yeah. This has been a long review. Long review. But it's two nights of wrestling. What do you expect, guys? What do you expect? Asuka versus Rhea Ripley for the WWE Raw Women's Championship belt. I was disappointed in this match. I'm a big fan of Rhea Ripley. I was expecting this to be yeah. a yeah. show stealer, a great match. I I mean, there was nothing sticking out or nothing impressive to me. I mean, and again, yeah, Michael Cole sucks again. Um, yeah, he does nothing to elevate things, and he, again, he sucks. Michael Cole sucks. I was waiting to see any <laughs> impressive moves, man. I mean, nothing happened. I guess you know it, the the high top rope drop kick from Rhea Ripley that was probably impressive to me. The DDT from the ap- apron to the outside that was a nasty move. Oscar with a new repertoire right there, you know. But yeah, I mean, I don't a, know. A lot of no chemistry. Were they tired yeah. because of the long weekend? I don't know. I'm not sure what happened there. A lot of things kind of fell flat for me. Yeah, especially when she was over Oscar. And she was just hitting her in the back of her head. Come on, Oscar! What are you gonna do, Oscar? Like the, the crowd was quiet. I mean, it, like, people were expecting to see something amazing from these two because Oscar's a workhorse. She's great. I'm a fan. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. I mean, we've seen what she can do, man. She she looks like a star, and, and she's proven that she could. She can be. I don't think she did it at WrestleMania. I don't know. It, it just fell flat. Uh, you know what? I, I think maybe. She just wasn't good with with Asuka, but yeah. I'm hopeful for the future. I'm hopeful that she can, you know, 
have better matches with different people. I hope so, man, hopefully. because honestly, if she doesn't improve, Charlotte, Becky Lynch are there, man. You know they're going to come back. And actually, Charlotte Flair just came back here on Raw, and she's probably cutting a crazy promo right now. But I... Yeah. They they really... She really needs to step it up. And they need to build on her. They need to work on her. And she needs to work on herself, too, in terms of like having great matches and being consistent. Because this is WrestleMania. This is a showcase, man. It should have been a Rhea Ripley showcase. It really should have. And, and, and it fell flat to me. I was disappointed. I really was. It was yeah. a standard back and forth, I guess. I mean, I don't know. And the ending was kind of abrupt to me. It was so. It came out of nowhere. It's like it's like yeah. the ref said, "Listen, we got to cut you off ten minutes. Just go home." It, it's just yeah. yeah the riptide out of nowhere. <laughs> I thought I yeah, thought Oscar was going to kick out. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was going to kick out. I really did because it didn't even seem definitive. Yeah. And then I guess nope. everyone just oh okay well I guess it's done congratulations to uh, to Ripley there but um, yeah two point five out of five I was disappointed man very disappointed yeah I agree with that being said um, this whole weekend was very Bailey uh, weekend um, all weekend Shit. Yeah. when WWE is really high on you they're really high on you they'll give you three belts two belts. <laughs> When they're done with you and don't know what to do with you, they will have the Bellas come out and throw you down the ramp at WrestleMania and have legends like the NWO and Titus O'Neil, the global ambassador to WWE, not take you seriously. Um, I feel bad for Bailey, not even being on WrestleMania. And to be on WrestleMania, to be kind of buried like that, <sighs> oh, man, the harder they, they go up high, the harder they fall. It's true. It's true, Jermaine. It's true. Yeah, man. She was the longest reigning SmackDown's champion. She was one of the best women's wrestlers mm -hmm. of 2020. And to just disrespect her like that, I, I, it, I can't tell you how much it hurt me to see her being kicked around and tossed, tossed. by the Bellas like that. Yeah. <laughs> like Hall like of Famers. Garbage. The Bellas, the Hall of Famers. The Hall of Famers, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say because I know you hate that. Um, yeah, yeah. Clearly, the Bellas are still over um, Bailey. I got. Uh, it's just I don't know. WWE just they do things so well one night and then they just go back to the crap the next day. But not all hope is lost, ladies and gentlemen. The main event: Reigns, the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, with Paul Heyman and Jey Uso. Um, versus Edge, the Royal Rumble winner, versus Daniel Bryan, the guy who just kind of slips in there whenever he wants for the <laughs> Universal Championship. The guy that WWE forgets about. Yes, yes. Um, look, man, I, remember my prediction. I'm like, if I was Vince McMahon, I would wait to see who gets the most crowd reaction, the most positive, and give him the title. Daniel Bryan was over. Okay, cool. Expected. But Edge... This man was over. People really wanted to see him win, clearly. Clearly. Yeah. And Reigns got a mixed reaction, which I was surprised. I thought he was going to get cheered because people yeah, wanted I him as a heel. Moved. But he got a mixed reaction. It was weird. Yeah. I. Yeah, man. Hey, if I was there, I'd probably cheer him. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> Again, Edge bothers me. He's so dramatic, even with his entrance and everything. But I don't know. He's just that was a sick entrance. Come on, That's why his face is just like you'll stop looking psychotic, brother. Like stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he looks like a psycho. Like put put the song "Psycho Killer" behind him, and you will you will see it, it will be perfect. Like "Psycho Killer," and then imagine Edge's face. Man, forget it. Like it's just, you, you know what I I noticed. Yeah, him and Randy Orton were color coordinating. It's like they were a tag team. Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah, maybe a return for. Uh, uh, rated RKO, uh, which would make absolutely zero sense. Hey man, this is WWE booking we're talking about. <laughs> I, I, you're right, and I <laughs> maybe some foreshadowing. Hey, some... I know I RKO'd your wife, <laughs> and I tried to end your career. But what do you say we team up for real this time? Edge falls for it again, and then no. Randy Orton starts feuding with him. <laughs> Edge will go on a long promo, and then I'll, at the end he'll be like. I trusted you, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> and then you then you took it away from me. I manifest Never things. Again. I dreamt it and I manifest it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um just a couple notes I made here, man. I mean the double spear spot was good. I mean it reminded me of when Batista and Edge tried to go for a spear together and then he just butted heads uh, back yeah, in the day. Saying, oh my gosh. Ed, watch your neck. Yeah, watch your neck, man. <laughs> Tuck in your neck. T- tuck your chin in, bro. But honestly, yeah. yo, honestly, the whole match is just like Daniel Bryan did not have to be in this match, man. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah added a totally. different element to the match, but like he was just a, it was like a pesky person trying to get in there. You know, he just, he just didn't have to get in there. He could have yeah. not been in that match, and I would have been okay with it. Um, exactly. I, I just, I just didn't. I don't know. I guess they did a favor to Daniel Bryan. It added to the story, you know, three guys who medically shouldn't be here, but here they are due to the miracles of medicine, you know? So, I don't know, but whatever. With that being said, I mean, yeah, like I said, it added to the tension of the match. It was all right. Could have done it without him. Uh, Again, he was just a spot monkey. Table, spear, concerto. Um, That ending was great, though. I mean... I enjoyed it. Edge using a crossface, that double submission spot, that was great. And I think he improv that too with that piece of the chair breaking because he, he was looking yeah. down at it. I think that was improv, and I got to give him kudos to that. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I was I was confused for a bit. I'm like, man, it looks like <laughs> like did he just pull out <laughs> a steel pipe from like yeah. his tights or something? <laughs> Where did he get that? Yeah, it fell off the chair. Uh, so I like how he kind of used it to his advantage. Um, I thought Edge yeah. had it there for a second. I thought he was going to do the concerto on Brian and then followed by Roman Reigns. Um, but then, of course, Jey Uso comes and just like, you know, the right-hand man. Yep. This is what the head of the table has done. He he has other plans, obviously. And Jey He's Uso, recruited the weak-minded. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. And I was at the edge of my seat for this, man. I really was. I stood up. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, yo, what's going to happen? Is he actually going to win it and everything? But then yeah. Reigns Concerto's edge. That was insane. Making him pay for doing the Concerto on Daniel Bryan. That was crazy. Yeah. And if you didn't think WWE was behind Roman Reigns at this point, he double stacked pinned <coughs> Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And Edge, that was just a power move, man. A power move. 
it was crazy. Embarrassing. That was embarrassing. <laughs> it was a great match. To me, this was the match of the night. And by a long shot. Oh, for sure. For sure. By a for long sure. shot. And that was WrestleMania night two. Hey, Roman conspiracy Reigns. theorists might think that was done on purpose to make Roman look good since he's the top dog. <laughs> hey, man. To I me, be I wouldn't be surprised, but to me, that was a match of the night. What do we got here? Um, 4.5 out of 5 to me. Overall, WrestleMania Night 2 was close to a fire dumpster, and I think everyone agrees. I would have to give the whole night a 2.75 out of 5. A strong 2.75 out of 5 um, for Ooh. Night 2. Just Can't argue with that. And you know, and I gave it the, I gave it a seven point five because of that main event. That main event was great, but the rest of it was just hard to get through, and, yeah. and disappointing. And that was WrestleMania thirty seven, Jermaine. WrestleMania thirty seven is in the books. Um, overall, a great week of wrestling, and I think this was our first week of fully covering WrestleMania week here on the Boulevard. And I think we did a great That's job. That's true. I think we did a great job. And uh, it's tiring, though. It's very tiring. <laughs> it's so much. We rest. did such a great job that even RVD liked one of our posts. Yo, man, I'm excited. Yo, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to network that because, and yo, I got a post coming for him, thanking him for that. Sure, he liked the uh, he liked the photo. You know, I did. You remember we did the collage of all the Hall of Fames and the best moments and stuff. But yo, he checked it out, man. He showed some love. RVD, man. Hopefully we can get Future him on the show. Future guest on SmackDown Boulevard. Yes, yes. Hopefully we can get him on the show. I said it, and I'm manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Edge. <laughs> go, go. Do your 20 minute promo sitting, uh, sitting on a chair with a you know dim light. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's. There's nothing left to say, but to say we'll see you on Friday for our regularly scheduled programming of the Boulevard. This is a two for one week. We had to review WrestleMania 37. We're an hour and 30-plus minutes in, Jermaine. This is so far our longest Jeez. episode to date. That's what wrestling does to us. That's what wrestling does to us. But until next time, Smarks, until Friday, you know where you can catch us, Anchor.fm, Spotify. We ain't got to do that on the Monday show. That's a Friday show thing. Take care of yourselves, and until next time, tuck your chin in. Peace. This is Smartdown Boulevard.